Thomas. Michael. Remember a couple days ago we were talking about germs and you're a germaphobe? Right. I never get sick. Some bastard gave me a head cold. You can hear my deep voice, right? I'm almost ready for radio, aren't I? So who was that bastard? I don't know, but I feel bad because last night my wife spent a lot of time making me a nice dinner with scallops and shrimp with this special sauce over basadi rice, or some kind of rice. It's healthy rice. And I didn't have the heart to tell her halfway through the meal I couldn't taste the damn thing. You're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't that terrible? I met a guy, an electrician came to our house last year, and he took a, a wicked fall on his nose, and he can't taste anything. Wouldn't that be terrible? It would be, but what a great way to lose weight, right? <laughs> That's true. Hey, have you seen this documentary on Amazon about Lorena Bobbitt? I have not. I've heard about it. Now, for many millennials out there listening who might not know who Lorena Bobbitt is, about 21 years ago, she was in an abusive relationship, and she just, <laughs> like every time I hear her name, reflexively, my legs cross. How about you? Yeah, she cut off her husband's penis. Right, why he slept. And, you know, in the documentary, it explains why she's never remarried. I can think of one good reason. Can't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She has been living with a man for 20 years, believe it or not, and they have a 13-year-old daughter. He's a very unique man. He has a special talent. He he learned to sleep with one eye open. Did you know that? That's amazing. He can sleep with one eye open. It's a talent that you need if you're going to be hooked up with her, for sure. She was also known as Miss Snippet. Her only regret after all these years is she never became a spokesperson for Ginzo Knives. Exactly. (laughs) Her story, you should watch it, is a true slice of Americano, isn't it? A true slice. It's like a four-part series, right? Yeah. Was it good? I didn't watch the whole thing. You know, that story doesn't... So it wasn't that good? Yeah. You're not recommending it. When you get excited about one of these Netflix or Amazon Prime series, wow, you're telling the world. You know, what I did find out about it, you know, she was Russian. She came here from Russia. And, you know, they she changed her name to Lorena Bobby. You know what her real name was? Mm-mm. Ivana Chopitoff. Ivana Chopitoff? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? I did not. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'll tell you one thing. I bet that guy she's living with does the dishes every night, doesn't he? I bet he's completely obedient. <laughs> and this could explain that age-old advice, never go to bed angry. Yes, and that is so true because I don't know what your experience with your wife is, but if you go to bed angry, you wake up the next day pissed off. Am I right? Yep. And your problem from the night before just got exasperated. It's You can multiply it times two, right? Yeah. You and Claire never go to bed angry, do you? No. We have, though. Over the- she seems like the type of woman that could take that scissor. <laughs> no. It hasn't happened in a while, but she used to go take her covers and go into the sleep on the couch in the den. Ah. Uh, I didn't like that. That's but, so sweet. You know. This guy, he, I was kidding. He does sleep with both eyes shut. Although he does do a couple things. He wears iron underpants to bed. Iron underpants? Yes. You ever have them? Does he have a lock and key on them? Yes. <laughs> Not a lot of fooling around going on there. Huh? So if you guys want to check out Lorena Bobbitt, go to Amazon and you'll see what the girl's up to. Okay? Okay. Tom and Mike. We like to think that we're ahead of all these other countries in technology. There's a city in China. They're building a artificial moon. And the company that's doing this said it will replace the streetlights and save the city money. It's an illumination satellite, eight times the brightness of a real moon. Can you imagine something like that? No. Uh, how does that work exactly? How far is a satellite up Not in that space? high. Not that high. Really? Yeah. Artificial moon. Yeah. 
it's going to help the streetlights and save money. Like, that's a big deal. I guess it is. I don't know. But I guess that's their technology working. They're so far ahead of us now. It's crazy. They got bullet trains. They know, and they got all kinds of stuff. Artificial moons. They're on the forefront of AI technology. I mean, who knew that the innovators, the United States, was going to be behind China in this era of Trump? I mean, who knew? You know how they considered how this is going to put a real effect on the wildlife? Not even to think about what's going to confusion that's going to cause the werewolves in China. How about that? That's right. The Werewolf in China. Wasn't that a good movie? That was a great song by Warren Chi Vaughn. That's a Chinese name. Not a funny one, obviously. No. <laughs> I say, let the night be the night. Let the day be the day. It's worked for billions of years, hasn't it? It has. Why should we go messing with nature? Said the climate change scientist. Not. Tom and Mike. I know you don't smoke marijuana. Never have. But they just did this interesting study where researchers studied local farmers in the West Indies and mountain people in Morocco, and they smoked marijuana, and they found out that their night vision was greatly improved by smoking marijuana. Had you ever heard of that? No. So if you want to smoke, it helps your vision. I'm sticking with carrots, although they're much tougher to keep lit, don't you think? <laughs> exactly. You know, this is a perfect excuse when you get pulled over for not having your headlights on. Well, officer, I've got great vision. I've been smoking a little weed. I can see it. I don't need my lights, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and who wants to see at night? I want to sleep, right? You know, I got pulled over the other night. You did? Over the weekend, yeah. And I had a couple of glasses of wine. Now, I wasn't intoxicated by any means. This officer pulled me over, and <laughs> I saw the lights come on. I knew I was speeding. And I said to Karen, I said, hey, give me some of that gum. <laughs> <laughs> And my nephew, who's a cop, had given me something called a get out of jail free card that, you, you know, pulled that you pulled that I pulled it out and it wow. worked. If you weren't drunk, you should have saved it for something for a better time. No, I mean, it saved me a ticket. Oh, okay. Besides that, he'll give me another one. Were you speeding or you just went through a stop sign? No, I was speeding. Oh, why would I go through a stop sign? Well, why should you be speeding? Oh, you can get killed that way. <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about? I'm no, sorry. Marijuana oh, night driving you. under the influence of marijuana. It makes your it makes your vision better. You know, I, I used it. to. I once smoked some stuff in college. It only made my eyes crossed. You ever tried some of that stuff? No, you never have. No, I never have. Did you know the sales of flashlights have all but stopped in Colorado after this? After it went legal, no, no more flashlights. They don't need it. They can see everything. Wow. Yep. Progress. The cannabis makes the cells in the retina more sensitive to light. It's amazing. This is an amazing drug put on this earth by. God himself, all natural. I know you don't like it, but, you know. Well, I like it enough to know that it's going to be huge in the future. I started investing in marijuana stocks a while back. Haven't made a nickel, but I think one day it might be worth something. Yeah. Well, I started investing when I was in college, and I never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different type of stock. Right. Where did you keep your stock, by the way? You want to put them in, uh, what do you call those jars that have the screw lids oh, on canisters, top? like flower uh, canisters and stuff like that, right? You know that stuff that the moonshine guys drink? That oh, those... oh, a mason jar. Yes, yes. You see, that readily comes to me because I grew up in the South. Right. The mason jar is somewhat foreign to you because you grew up in the North. There's a show on that you probably like. It's called Moonshiners. Have you ever seen it? No. And it, no, I wouldn't like that. Why would I like that? Because it's from, it, they, they have like three different moonshiners during this episode, and they'll go to the back hills of North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, 
Virginia, whatever, and they just follow them around and you watch them how they build their still. I, I didn't grow up in the mountains. I didn't grow up, you know, just outside of Mayberry. Well, actually, I did come to think of it. Winston-Salem, you know, Mayberry was based on a part of North Carolina called Mount Airy, which right. is just outside of Winston-Salem. A lot of those people, those backwoods people did uh, hang out up in the mountains and they did have moonshine and stills and all that stuff. Right. You know, I married a girl from Cleveland, right? Yep. Karen. And she used to always, when we first got married, we'd go down south and she'd always say, you know, they're still fighting the war down there. They still are today. And in a lot of ways, that's really true. You know, I didn't see it at first because I was, you know, totally blind to it. It's kind of like being in a dark room and somebody turns on the light and you can finally see all the nooks and crannies that you didn't see before because your eyes got used to the darkness, right? Right. She has exposed me to, in uh, a lot of things, I mean, we can get into that. That's for another show. But the cultural differences, even still, today, between the North and the South, it's unbelievable. This has happened about 25 years ago, but I'm sure it's true. I once went through Richmond, Virginia, where all this stuff is happening. Now with the, I can understand the racism down there because we just passed through on our way somewhere else. But I saw two things happen in the span of a half an hour that I never saw before growing up in the Philadelphia area. First, we were at a diner, and my two buddies and I, we sat, we got coffee, and they gave us china, you know, regular china. And then a black guy came and sat next to us. He ordered the same kind of coffee, and they gave him a styrofoam cup, which I thought was kind of weird. And then as we were getting gas to leave, I was leaving the bathroom in the gas station, and a little black girl was going in, and I left the door open for her. And real quick, as she was about to go in, the proprietor came out and said, she can't go in there. No. So, I swear to God. Now, this was a while ago. This was, You said black girl. A little, a little girl, like 10 years old, 12 years old. What well, was a men's room? Well, no, it was a unit, you know. You, you, it was a unisex bathroom? Yeah, like, you know, it's just in some gas stations, they don't have. Oh, I see. It. Okay. Yeah. Tom and Mike. Remember how we talk about how millennials take a beating from people because they say they don't spend on real estate. They don't go dining. They're marriage. They don't get married like we used to. They don't go to church. They don't read newspapers. So a lot of people are getting blamed for destroying a lot of businesses. But you know what thing they're not destroying and they're helping out stay afloat? No. Greeting cards. Greeting cards. The greeting card business is still a thing in this digital age thanks to millennials. They're keeping the industry afloat, especially with the fancy specialty cards that often a personal touch. They haven't gone all digital? They're saying that millennials not only buy digital greeting cards, but they buy the regular greeting cards. And... There's you know, a big business now where they have these creative writers and sit in offices and come up with these very strange cards that the millennials seem to like, and they charge a lot of money for them, and that's what's keeping it alive. Did you know that? Actually, I did. You did? Yeah, because American Greetings is a huge greeting card company, right? That's right, and I and know someone who works there. That's right. My daughter just got a great job there. Yeah, so I happen to know that the greeting card business is... Well, I should talk to her because I think I could be a greeting card writer. You could. I sat down and I came up with three. Tell me what you think. Okay. Here's one for your mom. As you grow older, mom, I think of all the gifts you've given me, like the need for therapy. How about that? Does that work? That's good. I like it. How about this one? <laughs> if I get only one thing for Christmas, I hope it's your sister. You like that? If I could get... Get only one thing for Christmas, I hope it's your sister. No? How does that work? Because <laughs> I have a crush on the guy's sister or the sister, whatever. Oh, Okay. All right, here's one. <laughs> Congratulations on your bundle of joy. Ever find out who the father was? No. 
That's a good one. I like it. And here's my last one. It is your future, my friend. It is. (laughs) This radio thing doesn't work out. Here's my last one. I'm so miserable without you. It's almost like you're here. I like it. All right. So I'm going to talk to that daughter of yours. You might have a future in something. (laughs) Tom and Mike. Both of us like to think we're pretty smart, right? Gosh, I hope so. Have you ever heard about this new thing called Neuron 24? Neuron 24. It's a brain-enhancing smart pill. It's said to boost brain power up to 89%. It sharpens your mind, your energy levels. It's used now for college campuses, Silicon Valley, executives, Wall Street, professional athletes. And it's replaced Adderall in a lot of places because it gives you that boost. I noticed you didn't mention radio shows. (laughs) We don't need it, buddy. We come up. We're sharp already. I could use this stuff someday because my brain's like the Bermuda Triangle. Information goes in and it never comes out again. That's me. You know, sometimes I'm thinking, but nothing's happening. You ever have that happen? You know, there was a pill called Focus Factor years ago. Do you remember it? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Well, I was asked to do an infomercial for Focus Factor. And they came to the house with the film crew, the whole thing. Pretty amazing. It was on all over the world. And people used to recognize me from the Focus Factor commercials. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't know you back then, buddy. See? That's why I am the focused renaissance man. Do you know the brain is the most outstanding human organ? It works 24 hours a day, 365 days, right from your birth until the time you get married. Did you know that? I just want to turn it off sometimes, though, don't you? Well, Like in the middle of the night. Right. When I've got that Queen song in my brain that keeps playing on that TV commercial. (laughs) I want it all. Those earworms, they drive you crazy, right? Yeah. I don't know what the FDA or somebody, I can't believe this stuff is true. Because if it was true, everybody would be throwing these pills down, right? Well, it is hard to get FDA approval on anything. So I look at reviews online. I guess they can be manipulated, though. You know, not only is my short memory horrible, but so is my short memory. You ever have that problem? (laughs) Tom and Mike. Thomas, when you were just starting out, you and Karen, you didn't have the luxury of probably getting a house right away. You probably lived in a couple of apartment buildings, right? Right. Now, did you ever have an apartment building that you lived in where you'd be at night trying to sleep and the person, the couple above you, were having sex so loud that it kept you up at night? No. How about you? Yes, one. And it was the squeaky bed. So this person, she was having a hard time. This person was making love at night and their bed squeaked and they yelled. And she put a note, you know, and it said, please fix your squeaky bed. Not sure if it's loud sex or an exercise. Thank you, your neighbor below. And so the person came downstairs the next day and they left a piece of chocolate for her and said they'll try and be better. I wouldn't eat that chocolate with you. You don't know where it's been. No, absolutely not. Or I would give them something like a ball gag or something. Here, use my ball gag. Mm. We've got a moaner. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? Uh, You know, that is the first time I've ever heard that word. Ball gag? Yeah. That's probably a common word in your uh, vernacular. With you and your wife, Claire, right? Ball gagging. <laughs> I'm just nice that I can finally give you a story that has a happy ending, you know? Yes. We, we love our happy endings, don't we? Yes, we <laughs> Maybe do. the woman wasn't having sex and she just practicing her tennis serve. You ever think of that? <laughs> That's right. Tom and Mike.